We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lakers Nation, welcome in. Trevor Lane here for LakersNation.com. You're home for everything Lakers with breaking news on the Kevin Durant trade front, which could have a major impact on the Lakers and their pursuit of Kyrie Irving. Before I dive into it, quick reminder, do subscribe right here to the Lakers Nation YouTube channel. Ring that notification bell and hit the like button as well. Do me a favor. I'd appreciate it. All right. So Shams Tarania of The Athletic drops the absolute bombshell news. Kevin Durant and Joe Sy, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, had a face-to-face meeting. We had heard some whispers, some rumors that this was going to take place. Now we find out what was said. And it's two things, two things that are really important here. First and foremost, Kevin Durant is not walking back his trade request. There had been hope among the Brooklyn Nets faithful that Kevin Durant would step back from his trade request. The Nets haven't been getting the offers they were hoping to get for him. Of course, their asking price is extremely high. They haven't been getting what they wanted. The hope was that the Nets would be able to show Kevin Durant, look, we've got a team right now. You, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, the stuff that we added, TJ Warren, we brought back Patty Mills, uh, Joe Harris is going to be healthy, all these guys, Seth Curry. We've got a championship caliber roster right here. We brought back Nick Claxton. Let's go. Stay here. Let's win an NBA championship. The hope was that all of that combined with a trade market that hasn't given the the Nets what they wanted would be enough to get Kevin Durant to say, you know what? Okay, look, let's try this out. I'll come to camp and let's see what we've got. And then off you go. And then the Nets would hope that they win enough games where Kevin Durant no longer wants to be traded. That was the hope. Not happening. Nope. According to Shams Tarania, Kevin Durant remained firm in his demand to be traded. So he wants out of Brooklyn. That's not changing. Might he even consider not reporting through training camp? That could, just as we've heard from the Lakers side, that training camp could serve as sort of a soft deadline for Russell Westbrook and him getting moved because the Lakers probably don't want to bring him into camp. Training camp could serve as the same situation now for the Brooklyn Nets because who wants Kevin Durant reporting to camp and then dealing with all of the questions that media are going to be asking? Let's face it, every player is going to be asked about the Kevin Durant situation. That will dominate the entire conversation all day long and for the entire year until he's traded. So perhaps training camp serves as a deadline to get a deal done. But no, that's not the end of it here. And that's not the most exciting thing here either, or the most outrageous part of this. Kevin Durant 
maintaining his trade request, he has also given the Nets an ultimatum. According to Shams Tarania, he has told the Nets, either fire Steve Nash and Sean Marks, the head coach and the GM, or trade me. Wow. That, that, look, we've seen before where stars have clashed with coaches. We've seen stars clash with front offices. But a superstar asking for the highest ranked basketball person in the in the in terms of the on court Steve Nash and the highest ranked decision maker in the front office Sean Marks to both be fired in order for him to walk back this trade demand uh, th- this is unbelievable this is this is going to be a bigger thing i think that's that's really where we need to go with this i'm going to get to the lakers part of this but this is going to turn into something league wide the next cba when that comes up It was already going to be a topic of discussion. The star empowerment era, the player empowerment era, if you will, right? We've seen owners have not been happy that you've got guys with several years left under contract. Ben Simmons, Kevin Durant asking out, right? There's this idea that's been floating around the NBA that players can just sign the contract, figure out your destination later, get the money now, and then force a trade to to a team later on. We've seen that happening over and over again. And so the thought was that owners are going to be tired of this and they're going to want to see a change, and that's going to be a big contentious part of the next CBA. Now you've got a superstar, Kevin Durant, going a step further, not just saying, trade me, even though I have four years left on a contract and I just signed this extension, saying, trade me, but he's saying, trade me, or fire these people that are in your front office. Well, you'd have to imagine, for number one, that doesn't this doesn't look great for Kevin Durant. You look at what the Nets organization has done for Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving, they bent over backwards to give these guys the king, keys to the kingdom. Brought in the coach. Steve Nash was the coach that they wanted, right? Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, they wanted DeAndre Jordan on board. Even though it was a bad idea to sign him, the Nets did. They did everything these guys wanted. Kyrie even talked about how they were managing the franchise together, along with Josiah, along with Sean Marks. And now here we are. Kevin Durant is asking out. Now, this has given other teams reason to be concerned. Like, hey, Brooklyn gave them everything. What's to stop Kevin Durant a year from now, if we trade for him, from doing the same thing to us, from wanting out? He's wanted out the last few stops. Golden State decided he didn't want to be there anymore. Comes to Brooklyn. They do everything they can for him. They sign him coming off of a torn Achilles, still give him a max contract. And yet, here we are. Now he wants out again. Teams are a little bit cautious because of that. Can we really keep him happy when the Nets couldn't keep him happy. And that's a fair point. But overall, league-wide, this is going to be a bigger thing in the next round of CBA negotiations. But let's drill down a little bit and let's talk about what this means for your Los Angeles Lakers because this actually is a pretty big deal. So as of right now, according to Shams Tarania, the Nets are expecting a huge return for Kevin Durant. Teams have not been able to meet the asking price for 12-time All-Star Kevin Durant Um, In fact, they've set a super high threshold to the point where the Nets have made it clear privately that they will take every last asset from a team that trades for Durant, according to Shams Tarania's sources. In other words, if you want Durant, you better be willing to give up everything. Picks, pick swaps, young players, everything you have to offer. And again, this probably goes back to the Rudy Gobert trade with the Minnesota Timberwolves giving up what most around the NBA felt was an overpay. The Nets are now looking at a situation where they say, well, Kevin Durant is a much better player than Rudy Gobert is. Not to say Rudy Gobert is a bad player, but 
KD is another level. We can't take back less than we can't get less than what the Wolves paid for Gobert in any kind of a trade. We need to get back even more than that. Hence this idea that the Nets are putting out there. No, we want everything. Now, it's kind of good news, bad news here from the Lakers side of things, because number one, the Lakers, they've been waiting for some kind of a catalyst, right? We've needed something to shake up this NBA offseason. It's been like watching paint dry over the last month because nothing's happening because everybody is just in the staring contest and nobody wanted to make a move until they knew what's going on with Kevin Durant or knew what's going on with the Donovan Mitchell situation between the Knicks and the Utah Jazz. Everything has been completely ground to a halt because of these situations. This could spark movement here. You can't imagine Joe Sy, who's a billionaire, will take kindly to being told that he has to get rid of his GM and head coach to appease Durant. Like, how do the Nets manage this situation if they go ahead and do that? Let's say they give in. How weak does that look from the Nets' part if they now turn around and fire Steve Nash and Sean Marks? That's not a great look. So does that mean that a Kevin Durant trade is forthcoming? The downside is, according to Shams Tarania, it sure sounds like the Boston Celtics are in the lead to land Durant. Shams mentions the Celtics, the Raptors, the Heat remain the most significant candidates, and Boston's package centering around Jalen Brown is seen as a viable deal. But that's the downside. Kevin Durant landing with the Celtics. That's not something Lakers fans want to see. But a Kevin Durant move in general is what's needed in order for the Lakers, potentially, to get in on a Kyrie Irving trade. See, the thought has been for a while now that the Nets will not move Kyrie Irving until they know what's going on with Kevin Durant. The Lakers, for a while now, have been seen as a team that badly wants to make a trade, but Kyrie Irving is sitting at the top of that list. They would do a Kyrie Irving trade ahead of a Pacers trade, a Jazz trade, a Knicks trade, any of these other trades. They would rather get Kyrie Irving than anything those other teams could offer, and with good reason. I'm in agreement with that. I think that is the best outcome for the Lakers is to get Kyrie Irving. So if there is movement now on the Kevin Durant front, while the Nets are putting out there, we need everything. You know teams are going to use this as leverage in negotiations. Do the Nets now see training camp as a soft deadline to try to get something done? Do the Nets blow things up? I suppose it's possible. The Nets acquiesce. They give in to Kevin Durant's demands, and they fire Sean Marks, they fire Steve Nash, and then the Nets go and find another GM, another head coach, and then they try to contend this year. That's possible, but to me, it feels more likely that they just go ahead and push forward and try to find a Durant trade, which could very well open up a Kyrie Irving trade for your Los Angeles Lakers. And again, I do feel like that is the best possible outcome, particularly if the Pacers, if the Jazz, if the Knicks, the Spurs, anybody else the Lakers could be trading with, are holding firm on this idea that the Lakers have to give up two first-round picks in any Russell Westbrook trade. If that's the case, well, then I would much rather go get Kyrie Irving if the cost is going to be two first-round picks than any of the other trade packages. The only way I could see arguing the other trade packages is if, say, a trade with Indiana only costs you one first-round pick versus a next trade costs you two first-round picks. Then okay, I think they become a little bit closer in terms of comparing them. But if the cost is two first-round picks, regardless of what the package is, give me the Kyrie Irving trade all day, every day. Now, important to note, the Nets may still be loath to take back Russell Westbrook. That's something that's been a sticking point. They don't want Russell Westbrook on their team. In fact, what we've heard is that no team wants Russell Westbrook, the player. Every team that would acquire him, unless something changes, 
would not be putting him on the floor. They would be buying him out. He would become a free agent. And then he would be able to go sign with the team for a veteran minimum or whatever he could get out on the market. So the Nets don't want to do that. That would mean that the Lakers would have to loop in a third team. So that's where a team like Indiana, a team like San Antonio that has cap space would still need to be involved in a three-team trade if the Nets hold firm to this stance that they do not want to take back Russell Westbrook. So that's where we're at right now. Crazy times in the NBA. This could very well prove to be the catalyst that we've been waiting for to shake up the trade market. Kevin Durant giving the Nets this ultimatum. Does that then provide enough incentive for the Nets to pull the trigger on a KD move? And if they pull the trigger on a KD move, that would signal a push towards maybe more of a rebuild, perhaps, depending on what they get back, and could very likely lead to a trade of Kyrie Irving, at which point the Lakers would be right there saying, let's get this thing done. Lakers Nation, give me your thoughts in the comments down below. Don't forget, subscribe right here to the Lakers Nation YouTube channel. Ring that notification bell as well. Till next time, stay safe and see ya.